What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode number 61.2. And we are continuing and finishing our playthrough of Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. Or at least one person will. <laughs> and that person is not me. But the other Shocker. Person, yeah, the other person on the show is Matt. Hello, everybody. Shocker, huh? Okay, they've only had this happen one other time. Thank you. Um, you know, this game did not get the better of me. The fact that we were going by got the better of me. Which is kind of a sad thing because while I feel like it, this isn't really an open world RPG by any means, but it's that type of game where I, I feel confident and comfortable saying yeah i need a fact to get through it because fuck if i can remember where i'm supposed to go every other day when i pick it back up yeah this isn't really that type of game so i don't feel like we should be married to the fact but i mean there's some backtracking there's some unclear direction so yeah there's some there's some rationale for needing it also if, if i sound any different i finally in my new place in outside of Boston, uh, I have my computer set up. I have internet, uh, although I'm currently on wireless, so we'll see if it cuts out on me. Hasn't yet, but I still having uh, PTSD from Memphis. <laughs> but aside from that, I finally am not using my cell phone. I am using a headset <laughs> that I bought a long time ago that even when I had it, it didn't really work. So right now I have internet and a working headset and a working computer. Uh, I got the trifecta, which I don't generally have, so we'll see if it sounds different. That's why. If it sounds bad, I'll, I'll blame it on something else. Sounds good to me. But, uh, so yeah, um, you, you, going back to the fact thing, we, we I, I would never say we're married to a fact. What I usually do when we start a Phoenix Down game is that I go find a fact so that way we can kind of break up the episodes. So usually a fact has a table of contents and they usually break down the the chapters of a game. You know, even if the game doesn't have chapters, it does try to like put it into sections. And this fact that we went by was god fucking awful. Yeah, one of the worst I think I've ever tried to follow. One it was one where they tried they broke it down into uh chapters, but one chapter may be an hour long while the next chapter would be 20 hours or some bullshit like that. Yeah, and it was just like I mean, it's not that much. I mean, I've only put probably twenty hours into this game, um, but it it was very lopsided with its chapters, and so when going through the fact, we were like, oh, we can easily do this in three episodes. We probably should have done it in four. Um, yeah, because I looked at it and saw that oh, I've only got two sections of this fact left. A couple I, hours, we're banging out and be it, done. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I got plenty of time. I can get home from work today, play the rest of this game, finish it, and then talk about it with it fresh in my head. Wrong, wrong, wrong. That's not what happened. I have played probably three hours of this game today. <laughs> and from what I understand, I have about two hours left. I have three boss fights I have to go through again. And I've already done three. Yeah, three end boss fights, and then there's three more end boss fights. Yeah. Oh boy. So I, I that's the thing is I don't even remember when we left off because I had to delay it because Hurricane Irma fucking hurt hit me in the middle of Georgia, and so I had to do some cleanup, and I'm still not done. I think we left it right when we were about to head off and get the Star Cures. Yes, we were on our way to get one of them. I just banged my finger. Um, we, we were on our way to get one of them from the Caterpillar. And uh, the Caterpillar was still inside of Bowser. Yep. Um, and I can't remember the dungeon that we went through to get to him. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, what was that first one? I can't remember. It was somewhere in Bowser, but I can't remember what the gimmick was. 
Is that where we get the drill for the first time? So you get a drill under some... Yes. Uh, that wasn't really the gimmick, but that was sort of a new tool we had somewhere yeah. around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the drill where Mario stands on top of Luigi, and Luigi drills into the ground, and you can kind of go under things. And this was the one, I think, where you had to assemble a star in the middle of the level, essentially. And so, like, you you would do a pipe level and then come back and you'd have a piece of the star. And then once you had three, like, that would unlock a new portal. And then once you went through that portal, you could unlock the fourth part, which would open up the next portal until you got all five pieces in the center. Yep, that, that was the one. And I hated that because the fact did not explain that. And I was like, I'm missing something here. And I don't know what. I kept going back to the hub area, and I'm like, okay, I've already got two of those. The other pipes lead to nowhere. I can't do anything here. And that's when we learned how to drill. Because I didn't know how to drill yet. Yeah. Because I I didn't go into one random fucking pipe where I ran into... It it triggered the cutscene to say, oh, you can drill. Yeah, and that's why... Again, to go back to what I said before, it doesn't have that overwhelmingly RPG feel to it where, you know, you can go anywhere you want, do anything you want, but it still does have it's 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 almost the worst part of the lack of direction, but still having to do very specific things to progress. It it does that a few different times in the game. Probably quite a few actually. Yeah. Where you kind of have to know where to go next and if since you can go anywhere, you could be on the wrong side of the world looking around, poking around in the bushes and be nowhere, absolutely nowhere near where you need to be to pro- progress to the next section. That happened with me when I took over as Bowser after being with Mario and Luigi for so long. And I was like, okay, where do I go from here? I was like, well, it's telling me to go to the forest. Well, I apparently took the long way around to the forest. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, shit. And then I was like, luckily Bowser can fast travel. Um... So yeah, we had to fight the caterpillar. So here's the thing: is that these these are guardians of the star cures, and they won't just give up the star cure to anybody. You have to fight them to prove you're worthy. Yeah. So we fought the caterpillar, uh, got the first star cure, and um, the second one um, is actually uh, Bowser. Bowser has to go get the second one, right? Yep. Which I, at first I thought like, oh, what's the trick? We're not actually going to let Bowser get one. But then I I guess the assumption was as long as Bowser doesn't have all of them, he can't do too much with it. So, yeah, we just let him go get the second one. Yeah. And uh, that's... um... And he gets a new ability here. Yeah, he gets the slam ability. Yep. Which allows him to slam down onto switches and stuff like that, which we've been running in those switches constantly. It's also weirdly his only ability to jump. <laughs> yeah. And he can Despite only jump the fact straight that he clearly the can jump physically. Yeah. And um what was the the guardian of the second star here? I can't even remember. Uh, I remember the third one. Was it... Were we back in the castle? Yes. He had stolen the Star Cure from one of the Guardians and put it in a safe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he remembers that he has to go back to his castle because the safe is in his castle. Um... And, of course, Fawful has taken over that castle, and there's a bunch of minions who are, like, brainwashed. Yeah, so we do get the third Big Bowser fight here after he gets put in the safe. Right, yeah. Or, no, before he gets put in the safe. So... Yeah. Sorry, I had to cough there. Um, So he's run into some of his minions who was able to escape the brainwashing. And they're saying, oh, yeah, we know where that is. It's down in in your treasure room. Uh, we'll go get it, or we'll go work on getting it for you. And um, when he goes down there, um, there his treasure room is uh, has got a gigantic um, railroad going through it. 
And he's like, what the fuck? When did they put a railroad in here? And then some of his minions from a previous episode, which I didn't talk about, he told his minions to uh, tunnel away from his castle to uh, the toad town. And they actually listened to him and fixed a railroad um, that goes all the way to toad town. What he doesn't realize is that the, they have been working for Fawful, the moles have, and, uh, now they're gonna take the star cure for themselves, and, uh, they're gonna hit, they hit Bowser with the, uh, with the train, and push him way the fuck away from his castle. <laughs> and, uh, he almost dies again. And, uh, we have to do the whole Mario and Luigi thing where we, uh, go down the, uh, adrenaline stream. And then. Yeah, I, I kind of like that because it reminds me of a simple shoot 'em up. Yeah, it's like Galaga. Um, but then, uh, Bowser gets big again. And now he has to chase down the, uh, the moles in the, uh, train. So instead of, you know, him pushing something off of an edge in this one, he's now trying to chase something down and they're throwing stuff in his way. Still hate these. I hate anything that has to do with the touchscreen. <laughs> like, seriously, I think my 3DS is just getting old. Yeah, it could be. Because the. I don't think that that, I don't think they're that great to start, but. True. So it's a combination of old and wasn't good technology to begin with. Yeah. Um. But chase down the um, the train, and uh, we return back to the castle. We have to do another little mini game where uh, we have to put a puzzle piece together to figure out what the combination to the safe is because he can't remember it. So it was a long number too. I was like, "Shit, I'm not going to be able to remember this." Yeah, <laughs> I looked at that. I was like, "How is that a fucking combination?" Yeah, because <laughs> it's like six. It's three numbers. And then there's six of them all together. Yeah. I was like, how, how the fuck's that a combination? But yeah, he, we learned the combination. He opens the safe. He gets the star cure. Yeah, because we're in like his, his brain, like his memories. Yeah, in we're in his memory bank. Which is kind of cool. I mean, had if it were a different type of game, there's a lot more you could do with being inside Bowser's brain or inside his memories. Yeah. But they kind of did that with uh, Dream Team, where you're in Luigi's mm. dreams. Yeah. Um, but there is a boss fight here, because uh, his brain has a defense mechanism that copies Mario and Luigi, and we have to fight viral Mario and Luigi. Yep, like block versions. Yeah, block versions of them. Um, and I swear, every boss fight, it, it, I, I will lose to begin with, because I have to learn everything. Yep, which which is kind of to me the perfect amount of difficulty. If it's a boss fight, I kind of feel like I want to lose every boss fight once, and then like, oh, I get it now, and then vanquish them, triumph over them. Yeah, I I don't want to lose four, five, six, seven times because then it's frustrating. But yeah. once or twice to me, that's that's like the perfect amount of challenge. The the thing about and and I mentioned it in the first episode is that the the thing about these games is that all of the battles are active. You know, you can dodge and you can counterattack and stuff like that. And if you're good enough at this game, you can go an entire fight without ever getting damaged ever. That's how I ended up being on the very last fight. It took me a couple of tries. Yeah. Uh, well, it didn't actually take you. It was one try, but if you don't finish it the right way. It like loops back over and you start over. So I think I did the boss fight like four or five times in one go. And I'm like, well, I'm not really getting anywhere. But by the time I was on that last loop, I don't think I got hit once the last two loops through. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, we get back to the castle. He opens up the safe, gets the star cure. I guess he eats it because Mario and Luigi have it. Yeah. Um, Just eats everything. Yeah. And, uh. Um, he didn't learn from his, uh, buffet, apparently. 
and then there's there's treachery about because the uh the three minions that have been helping him this entire time um they betray him and throw him inside the safe and lock him up and then they throw him somewhere uh then we take back over uh Mario and Luigi and uh since Mario and Luigi have pipes that allow them to them to warp out of Bowser's body uh they go back into quote unquote the real world to the mushroom kingdom and have to get the third star cure themselves uh this one is in the beach area and it is from a guardian who is a i guess a yogi a yogi is he a squid also i can't really tell i can't tell it looks like a squid octopus maybe yeah and um he has uh mastered uh meditation <laughs> and uh, so much in fact that for a thousand years he's been striking the exact same yoga pose and it's been it's it's going on so much because his concentration is so well done and he will not give over the star cure unless we can break his concentration and we need to find something that allows us to shake the earth well we don't have an attack that does that but we do know of an attack that is in the the dimble woods but we're going to have to go collect those 10 uh, attack pieces so we have to go back to dimble wood and uh, get a bunch of those uh, attack pieces it's busy work pretty much yeah it's busy work. I mean, it could have been designed so it wasn't busy work if it was something we knew for longer that we were going to need. Yeah. But the fact that it's just we made it to this point, then we learned we needed to find these 10 pieces to learn this ability, and then we just go out and do that, that's the kind of thing where, yeah, you could have just inserted that anywhere. Yeah. It, it doesn't really – it doesn't push anything forward. You could do this 10 times, and it doesn't have any bearing on the story. Exactly. Not again. Not that this is really a story-driven game, though. No. So um, we go get the new attack, which is uh, the POW attack. Um, it's basically uh, Luigi eats a shit ton of food that falls from the sky, and then Mario throws him into the air, and then Fat Luigi slams <laughs> down on the ground and and does a earth shatter. Um. And you have to do it perfectly. And for the and for the, for a second there, I couldn't figure out how to do it. I was like, okay, I'm doing everything perfectly. I didn't realize. I thought when Luigi hit the ground, you were supposed to hit the B button. No, it's when he's at the apex of his jump. Yeah, is when you're supposed to do it. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's different than all the other attacks where you hit when they make contact. Yeah, but it reminded me of nothing else more than the old Sega Genesis Lion King game. I feel like there's a level where you play as uh, Timon and Pumbaa, mm-hmm. and there's like bugs falling from the sky, and you have to go left and right to eat them. Yeah, that's exactly. I felt like he was just uh, doing the same thing. Or Burger Time, if you remember yeah. Burger Time. Um. So yeah, uh, we are able to uh, shake the earth so much that he falls out of his pose. He then gives us the Star Cure. We now have all three star cures. We go back to the um, the Doctor Toad, which is, I guess, a psychic. Yeah, I kept because his face is covered throughout this whole game. I kept expecting that to be Fawful. Yeah, like leading us down the wrong path. No, nah, he's a good guy. Yeah, apparently. Um, Still don't trust him. But apparently. <laughs> uh, so we go back to him. He then combines the star cures to be like an ultimate weapon that can break the barriers that are covering Peach's castle. Didn't he betray us the first time? Didn't he like make us fight somebody? When we went in there for our first uh, vision or reading? I can't remember. Maybe? I, could swear he did. I feel like I have a legitimate reason to not trust him. Hmm. He talks weird like Fawful does. Yeah. He talks like where he, he asks a question and then answers it. Yeah. 
And talks in the third person sometimes. Yeah, what a creep. Yep. So um, we're able to defeat the barriers or, or knock out the barriers that are um, keeping us from getting to Peach's Castle, and then we continue on to Peach's Castle. Yeah, just one more level. Yeah, this is this is where I began. <laughs> this is where I began today. And you go through Peach's Castle, uh, which is a full-on dungeon, pretty much. Um, and then uh, you finally make it to where Bowser is, his um, his safe. Before that, we run into Midbus again. He then because uh, it's in the the trash compactor area. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have to fight a Junker robot for a boss fight. Um, after beating that, that's when we find the safe that Bowser is in. And uh, Bowser uh, gets out and um, is this when his back is killing him? Uh, Yeah. Because he's been stuffed in the safe for so long. Oh yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and then we we fix his back by waiting. Did you wait? Did I wait? Yeah, because we 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 dig down into uh, uh, I guess one of Bowser's discs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the toads are sitting there saying, now would be a good time for a cup of tea. And yeah, I, I was confused. I think I was playing, I was really tired at this part. So, like, I couldn't actually tell. I'm like, maybe I fell asleep. It feels like I've been sitting, staring at the screen for a long time. <laughs> so, yeah, the the game wants you to wait. I don't know how long. I would say probably about two or three minutes. And there's literally nothing going on. It felt like an hour. Um but you can speed up the process because I didn't look at another fact, and apparently, uh, if you do a side quest, it teaches you how to speed up that part. There's a button uh. combination, <laughs> so I just put in the button combination. Uh yeah, I just waited. Yeah, instantly healed. Um, Bowser's back. We're staying in Bowser. Bowser now explores Peach's castle, which is another dungeon. He's better than ever. Yeah, he now can uh, roll. He turns into a ball, a spiky ball, and now can like climb um, uh, walls and stuff like that. Certain types of walls with soft, um, soft surfaces, and he can also roll around on stuff that would normally damage people, like spikes. So um, we now explore Peach's Castle as Bowser, which is another part, which is another basically another dungeon. We have to find three keys because the keys are uh, are in robots that we have to go find, and it's a bunch of puzzle stuff. Yeah, at that point, I definitely thought this level was almost over. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, okay, we're we're getting here, we're getting to the end. Uh, what'll probably end up happening is Bowser will have to fight the main boss and probably swallow something. Then Mario and Luigi will have to fight him inside of his stomach. Um, no, that's not the case. <laughs> so. Uh, the next part we um have to play pinball with Bowser as uh, we rocket him up toward the uh, the top of the castle. Fawful has got these piranha plants that have set that will set people on fire, as well as hurt people. So Bowser is now a flaming ball, and we have to use the stylus to uh, basically um slingshot him up toward the uh, piranha plants after we defeat the piranha plants we then take over as Bowser again we finally reach the laboratory where Fawful is using Peach to basically awaken the dark star uh, we have a boss fight against Midbus uh, Midbus has been infused with ice elements and uh, he uh, tries to freeze people, tries to feed, freeze Browser, Bowser, um, and do that boss fight. Yeah, I'm skipping ahead. 
<laughs> Although this this midbus boss fight was a little annoying because you had to swallow his minions and then kill them as Mario and Luigi, which then um, generated an icicle inside of Bowser's stomach, which he then burped up, and uh, it stopped midbus from creating minions. Um, but we beat Midbus. He gets frozen into a block of ice except for his head and he's breathing cold air out of his mouth or nose. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And then the, uh, the Dark Star awakens. Fawful is beginning to take some of the, uh, the dark power away from it so he can power himself up. But then the Dark Star, uh, starts moving on its own. And uh, Bowser then swallows it on accident. Uh, then it goes down into his stomach. Mario and Luigi now have to track it down. And so begins another dungeon. We're going through Bowser. Uh, and uh, since he swallowed the Dark Star, he has crazy heartburn. So he then goes over to Midbus, who is now frozen and breathing cold air out of his nose. He inhales the cold air, and it freezes stuff inside of his body. That's the gimmick of this dungeon, where you tell Bowser to keep inhaling cold stuff, which then freezes stuff in the environment for Mario and Luigi. It's a lot of back and forth. I will mention, yep. you then you ride a frozen block. That shit's annoying. Because you have to use the stylus to... <laughs> To basically flick the the floating platform, and there's electric uh, static stuff all around. If you touch it, you gotta start over. If one of the bar brothers falls off of the platform, you gotta start over. It's annoying. So we finally get it cornered. What we realize is is that um, while the dark star is inside of Bowser, it is uh, going through his DNA and. Not only learning about him, but also learning his abilities. So we finally corner it, and we have a boss fight with the Dark Star. Man, this boss fight took forever. Yep. Because you have to you have to defeat the minions first. After you defeat the minions, uh, you then uh, have to hit the Dark Star itself twice before you can even damage the Dark Star. And you can only damage the Dark Star for two rounds, and then you start over. It takes around four rounds to do this, and each round usually takes about five minutes. Yeah, I this is where I discovered my favorite attack of the game was the, uh, the Meteor. I can pull off the Meteor okay. Plus it also always gives you an item that you can use. Yep, so I was getting... Crazy good items. I was doing 300 damage, 250 to 300 damage by the end. Wow. I was still using the shell because it's the easiest. Oh, uh, that's why it took four rounds. Yeah. See, I, I was, I've still been using the, the jump helmet. That's been my most used throughout the whole game. It's fucking impossible, man. I don't know how you even do it. Oh, I love it. I get, I, I, I don't, I, I don't ever miss one. So it, it's almost always a max damage. How much damage would that be? Uh, it depends on your level and stuff. I think at the end it was doing about about two hundred max, two twenty max. Whereas the meteor would do about three hundred max, so I switched over to the meteor. Wow. Okay. Well, I I was using the shell. I would get maybe around one ten, and I get it excellent every time. Yeah. Did you change up your badges at all? Uh, I did once, and then I meant to change them back, and I never did. I, I didn't really pay much attention to the badges. I know that I have the one on, I think, Mario that doubles the healing item usage, so I could buy cheaper healing items, although by the end of the game I had so much money, I guess I didn't really need to worry about that. Right. Um... And then I think the other one I had was the one that gives me more of my gauge in the lower right. More of like your, your excellent gauge. Right. 
so I would fill that up faster so I could use that more often. And I figured the two of those combined meant that I would have an easier time staying alive. But, you know, in the end, it wasn't really that big of a deal either way, so I, I didn't, I never went and optimized it or changed it. I, um, I kept it, uh, as healing. And, um, but just, uh, gave, uh, Mario, or gave Luigi the badge where every time you get an excellent, it fills it up faster. Yeah. And, um, I've gotten really good at getting excellence. Yep, me too. With the jump moves, especially. Yeah. So the the jump moves, and then if you if I use the jump helmet, that like gives me way more. I mean, that's almost like a, thir- a quarter or a third of the of the meter by itself. Yeah. The um, uh, since the uh, the shells are so easy to do, when you get it excellent, I get it every time. It's real easy. Yeah. So. uh after a 15-minute boss fight, I do beat the Dark Star. Um, the Dark Star then leaves Bowser's body. And uh, it materializes in front of Bowser as Bowser. Uh, like a dark version of Bowser. And it's looking for more evil energy to take out of things. Because it ran out of energy to take out of Bowser. And so uh, Fawful then yells, Hey, I got dark energy. And then it goes after Fawful. Fawful kind of, I wouldn't say runs away. It seems like he's luring it somewhere. And um, we uh, take over as Bowser chasing down the Dark Star. Oh, at which point he also swallows uh, Peach as well. Not Bowser, the Dark Star does. Yep. And that's where I stopped. Because we had to record, <laughs> we had to record this episode. Yeah. So, Matt, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, the rest of the game is pretty rapid fire. So, I mean, you're at like the first of the last four boss fights, and they do all come pretty quickly. So, Fawful gets fed up, and he just says, "You know, we're gonna let's end this once and for all." He turns Peach's castle into an attack weapon, and then you get the fourth and final giant Bowser fight. Uh, I found this one to be hands down the easiest of the four. Maybe it's just because I got used to the sort of some of the timing. It's also less reliant on uh, perfectly spacing the fireballs to knock out flying enemies. Because I've always found that one to be the hardest to aim with the touchscreen. This one's more just about timing the punches, which always work a bit better. And then using the flames, which I finally figured out how to hold the DS to where it recognizes my breath to be excellent as it is. So I would get excellence on all those, and that really helps. I found the the one against the train I thought was the hardest because I hadn't quite figured that out, and I just couldn't – it was time, so I couldn't do enough damage quickly enough. I, f- uh, I felt like the, uh, the, the giant tower – not the first one, the second one. The one yeah, the Tower of Gix or Gid yeah, or something like that. Yeah. That one was the hardest because I kept getting knocked farther back. And I'm like, God, I gotta keep going with this shit. Yeah. Yeah, so this one's a little bit like that in that he makes like a black hole behind you and keeps trying to knock you into one. And then eventually there's one behind him. You're trying to knock him into a black hole. He's trying to knock you into a black hole. Um, but because I was doing extra damage with all the fire attacks and. Actually, if you get pulled into the black hole, you can like shoot yourself out of it and do extra damage to him. So I, I, this was my easiest one. Plus, the fact that like when you burn them, he would like for some reason he, they evacuate all of the things inside Peach's castle that are burning, which happen to be mushrooms usually. <laughs> so they give you mushrooms. Uh, so yeah, this one wasn't too bad. Okay. So uh, you, you knock Fawful into a black hole. Yeah, and then and then you fight each other from within the black holes. Okay. So you're in one and he's in the other and essentially it's just a timing thing where he's he's got his arms outstretched and there's spikes that are sort of activated and deactivated and you need to launch yourself at him with the right timing so that you hit him when he's when his spikes are down. All right. Uh yeah, that, that's really basically it. Uh, after that, you go, I think, back into the castle, and you're chasing Fawful. 
and I don't think he he turns into Dark Fawful. I don't know if he merges with the Dark Star or if he just has his own dark energy. Because I think he has some as well. Uh, but then you fight Dark Fawful, which really isn't that bad. His attacks are a little strange, uh, but they're pretty easy to get a handle of to, on the timing. And any time that you can do damage on defense, I get excited because it, it just changes the pace a little bit. Yeah. But the the thing here is he's got like a special helmet, and you can't uh, you can't really damage him at first until you reflect a bunch of his attacks so that his helmet comes off, and then you have to vacuum up his helmet and then fight the helmet as Mario and Luigi. And then after that, the helmet disappears and you can actually do damage to him for a couple of rounds. And then I think the helmet comes back. So you repeat that a couple of times. Uh, it's not too bad. It's actually got some of the, I don't want to say more fun timing, but there are, it, this game does a good job of continually changing up the timing. I mean, given the fact that you've only really got two attacks, uh, as Mario and Luigi, you know, it's the jump and the hammer and, as Bowser, you know, you've got the shell and you've got the punch. They they do so much with those simple two action buttons in these fights. And this this I thought was a good one where they, they just change the timing up a little bit. You're fighting, like, shadow bullets. So you start to, in these last battles, fight enemies that you can't see. So you can see them as they're coming from right to left toward you. But then, like, halfway across the screen, they disappear. Right. And you just have to kind of gauge what their momentum was and try and time your hit against nothing so that you hit them. Uh, so, so that, I mean, that was kind of cool. And yeah, I mean, all, all these fights were kind of fun. They weren't terribly hard, but, uh, I, I would say again, just challenging enough and just interesting enough that, yeah, it, it worked pretty well. There's just a lot of them. Uh, so yeah, after, after you beat him, and his helmet, which are sort of separate fights. You end up on sort of the last fight, which is Dark Bowser. So I think he gets sort of full energy. So the the dark energy that was within Fawful merges with the dark energy of the Dark Star. And so basically, if you remember when you fought the Dark Star, it was vaguely Bowser-like. Okay. And now, basically, after the merger, he grows legs and becomes like a full-fledged anti-Bowser. I'm surprised this isn't a giant Bowser fight. Yeah. Well, he does get giant, but only like twice the size, not a hundred times the size. Okay. And this is where it loops, uh, I mentioned. I, th- I think at the start, it might even before we started recording, that basically I, I did this loop like four times. Uh, because basically, you fight dark bowser and he's really not that hard i mean you basically counter his punch with your punch uh he also throws a big boulder up into the sky and it rains down fiery little boulder pieces onto you so you have to you have to crouch down to block the ones that are coming right at you and then there's also some that come right in front of you so you can like time your punches to knock those into him so you're doing you're damaging him, him a couple of different ways uh, and then what happens is you like knock him out and then the, the, the dark energy within him revives him. And then he also grows to like double or triple his size. And then he gets a new attack, which is basically a ball of stuff. So he's throwing the, he's throwing the bullets at you. He's throwing bombs at you, Goombas, all the stuff just coming at you. You have to like go through a little gauntlet to get back to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you knock him in the stomach, and he coughs up sort of the Dark Star core, and then you vacuum that up, and then you fight the Dark Star core as Mario and Luigi, which has his own attacks, and he's got like a he rides like this dark electricity version of himself. He's got like a uh, I don't, it's not a robot, it's like a just a a being that he controls. And so you have to beat that in order to attack the Dark Star core's core. 
Uh, and so that that's sort of the last part of the battle. But if you don't beat him, as I didn't multiple times, he regenerates his body, then exits Bowser, goes back into Dark Bowser, and you start the whole Dark Bowser fight again. Fucking hell. So I just I looped that about four times before I actually uh, did enough damage to the core to actually end it. But it wasn't hard, and that's where I, I got really good at the Dark Bowser fight. I, you know, I didn't take any damage at all in the last couple of rounds. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's just battle after battle after battle. And then after all this, there's, like, nothing. There's no real end after it. Basically, you've beaten the Dark Star core. They zoom out to show the castle, and this thing kind of, like, rises up above the castle and winks out, and that's it. And then Bowser coughs everybody up, all the stuff that he ingested in the beginning of the game. He's absolutely shocked that Mario and Luigi were in him the whole time. Of course. <laughs> he he finally sees who Chippy is, gets real upset. Uh, I think Chippy and the princess wander away. And then Bowser says he's going to fight Mario and Luigi. And then there's sort of a mini cutscene as they are about to clash fists, and that's it. And then the credits roll. Hmm. So the large crisis is averted, and they can get back to their daily hatred of each other. <laughs> well, there you go. As I said before, I do plan on finishing this game. Seems like I only have mainly boss fights left. Yeah, it's not too long. Yeah, and uh, I will uh, I will do that in this upcoming week. Um, so what are your final thoughts on Bowser's Inside Story, Matt? Uh, I'm I'm kind of still surprised how much I like this game. Yeah. Uh, it it, it was ne- it never. It never blew my mind, but it constant. It never also plateaued. Like to me, it just kind of kept doing just enough new things. You know, you, you alluded to the gimmicks. Each each dungeon does kind of feel a bit different because it's got its own theme. Uh, you are learning new abilities throughout the game. Uh, you're learning new attacks, like in in battle abilities throughout the game. Yeah. Uh, they they change up the timing for the fights. The fact that the battle system is active means it never get never got stale to me at all. And uh, you know it just had a nice light hearted vibe to it. Uh, you know I I would have enjoyed the game anyway. I think, but having played the original Mario RPG, that one was real basic. Yeah. This one there was just so much more going on to it that uh I, I i was i was happy the whole time my only real negative and i think i mentioned this on the last episode is just that some of the levels and some of the pieces are so bite-sized that i often would play for only 15 or 20 minutes and feel satisfied yeah because i i saw something new i i experienced something new i beat a boss or i finished a level i'm like yeah okay I'll, I'll come back to this again and i I never got drawn in in the way you do in a console game for like three hours at a time. And I never once was like, whoa, where did, my, where did the time go? I spent all night on this. I enjoyed every minute of it, but I also never really played for more than an hour at a time. Yeah. And you not know because what? I didn't like it, just I just that I, I felt like I'd gotten everything I needed out of that session. And I think that's what, what, what Nintendo and, um, uh, I can't remember the, the Alpha, Alpha team or something, Alpha something. Uh, the the team that made the game, the, they knew it was going to be a portable game, yep. and they did a great job of making it a portable game. Yep, fifteen minutes for a bus ride. You've made some progress. You feel satisfied. We'll see you the next fifteen minutes. You know what I mean? Yep. And they did a great job with that. And they made in like because it's it's hard sometimes because there's there's plenty of games on the 3ds that are, just feels like you know, this shouldn't be a 3ds game. You know, it's not yeah. very portable. Um. But they've done a great job of making it a portable game. Um, so, would you say this uh, interests you in the other Mario and Luigi titles? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's it's it's really there's so many games still on the the 3ds and the DS that I haven't played. That's why I did make this sort of 
final upgrade to that new 2DS. I mean, th- there's still a bunch of games I want to play. This series was not on that list of games I feel like I need to play. It is now. I want to play all the rest of them. I don't know. It's so hard to prioritize games. What should I play next? But I can always see keeping the next one around. You know, if I'm on a trip, because it's so portable, because it's kind of fun and lighthearted, I don't have to remember where I was in the story. It it does fit that portable niche well. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't generally bring... My DS, so I mean, I, I only had the wedge one up until now. I don't generally bring that. For example, when I go out of con- out of the country, yeah, uh, I generally bring the Vita. But I mean, at, at the moment, I think I would much rather play the next one of these than than anything else portable at the moment. Well, you may be in luck because in the next couple of weeks, we get the remake of the first Mario and the Ouija game coming out, the Superstar Saga. Um, they uh that which originally came out on the uh Game Boy Advance, it is now uh getting a remake on the three DS. Oh, perfect. Yep, and it's coming out. Um I think either this upcoming week or next week. I know Jay asked to review it, so um, two portable games in one week? Whew. What? Dagon Rampa? Oh yeah. Well, Dagon Rampa he played on PS four. Yeah, I I haven't decided yet. I will be doing PS4. So, but yeah, um, that the I mean, there's there's a good amount out there, and it, it, even before that, like before the Mario and Luigi uh, series started, you had Paper Mario. Uh, Paper Mario was a great game. Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door is a fantastic game. Um, and then they finally combined those together for the last <laughs> Mario and Luigi, which was uh, Paper Jam, which was a great game. I reviewed it. Um, yep. All of these games are on my would like to playlist now. Yeah, uh, and they, they weren't before. They're really good. Uh, I did not. I, I played. Well, I've seen a friend of mine play Dream Team. I never bought it. Never had it. Um, uh, I did play Paper Jam. Um, the um, I, I will tell you the one to stay away from is uh, Super Paper Mario. That is not an RPG. It is. Is a, it Super Mario? But it, it's like a side scroller. Uh, yes and no. Um, it is an adventure game with some platforming and action bits. Not really my my cup of tea. I was so excited for that game. It was on the Wii, and um. I was like, yes, finally a new Paper Mario game because I was big into the Mario RPG series. And I bought it and I was like, oh, God, God this is there's no turn-based battles. There's nothing like that. Hmm. Um, and I'll put it this way. I also reviewed Paper Mario Color Splash, which is on the Wii U. While that's a very enjoyable game, the RPG elements of it don't even need to be there. Yeah. There is no leveling up. The are the the battles are there just as a time waster. It seems like it, it was like yeah, <laughs> you get into a battle just so you could progress. There, you, there's no experience points, nothing like that. And I was like, really? Come on, guys! I mean, people, kids can handle a RPG, but uh, Paper Jam's great. Um, I would suggest that one. Dream Team, I, I would suggest that one as well. Um, but to be honest with you, I think your best bet probably would be the remake of Superstar Saga. Yeah, it seems like a good place to start. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed my time with it. Um, it brought back some pretty good memories whenever I played it the first time. Um, didn't beat it that time, and I haven't beat it yet, but <laughs> I, I do plan on beating it. <laughs> um, I promise I, I will do it like I did um, um, Eternal Darkness. I will take a screenshot of the of the um the credits. the credits playing if you want me to <laughs> and I will prove that I did beat this game so we don't we don't need another Xeno gears on our hands here <laughs> so uh but yeah um that's, that's pretty much it for Bowser's inside story yeah i mean despite the fact that it lost all the the voting but yeah it uh it was enjoyable but yeah, um, as we said before, our next game will be Danganronpa V3 
Killing Harmony. Uh, really excited for that one. That comes out next week, but we will not have the first episode out next week because obviously we got to play through it. Um, Jay is saying this probably going to take four episodes to get through this because he wants to do the first episode where we talk about the introduction of the characters in the first class trial. Yep. Probably uh, trial two and three, the next episode, and then trial four, and then maybe, maybe get, I, I don't know. He didn't tell me how many trials there are. He, he's keeping everything <laughs> a fucking secret. So there may be something after the fifth one. So I don't know. All right. Probably is. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for that one too. So we're going from a game that had very little story to a game that's nothing but story. So, and I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait either, man. Dang, Rampa, man, is, is f- my favorite visual novel series. Um, that's uh, my, it's my very strong number two. <laughs> I know what your number one is, Steins Gate. Yep. Um, and I, I will eventually get around to playing Steins Gate. Holy hell. I'm I'm ready to go back through it all. Damn. That good, huh? Well, there, there's there's two pieces that I still need to do. I haven't played the first game for the true ending because I only watched the series to get the true ending. Uh-huh. And then there's also a, a separate standalone movie. I, I, there, I think there's actually a couple, but I only have one. That comes after the series, or it's—I assume it does. I haven't seen it yet. Those are the only two things I still need to do. Hmm. Although I guess uh, Steins Gate Zero, I don't have the canonical ending either. So, yeah, I've got quite a bit to do in the, that universe. Yeah, I've never played it, so it may very well be my favorite if I ever did play it. Uh, my my second favorite would obviously be uh, the the Zero Escape series. Yeah, which is really good too that's a different type of game though that's a puzzle game more than anything um but yeah uh we're gonna be doing that um depending on how busy i am we may try to get out a uh a a intermission next week if you next week yeah if you're down for it um i'll let you know but uh yeah that's uh that's gonna be it for us uh you can follow us all on twitter I'm at DML Fury. Uh, Matt is at REMGS. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, you can send us an email. It's uh, The email is drew at ZTGD.com. You can tell us about uh, Bowser's Inside Story or uh, get ready for Danganronpa V3. Um, yeah, and if anyone does pick this up, please send in some emails with your crazy theories because you know, you know how crazy these games get. Yeah. So any... And you know we're not going to have the answers. Oh god! And we're not going to know at all what's happening. So Jay will look less ridiculous. Yeah, Jay will. He'll be the the overseer. But we'll less we'll look less ridiculous if there are other equally (laughs) as ridiculous ideas. So I I go back to it because it's it was so good. It it was so (laughs) it was so fucking good. So we did Danganronpa while you were doing Nanorimo two years ago, which I still need to figure out what I'm doing this year for it. Yeah. And um, we, like, I I had never played Danganronpa. Jay suggested it, and I was like, okay, we'll do this visual novel thing. And I have fucking got hooked. I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is going on here? And I had the perfect fucking theory, man. Like, <laughs> if you go back and listen to it, I, I it, it fucking fit to a T. And I was like, yes, this is it. They're dead. And he's like, why do you think they're dead? I'm like, because, think about it. This fantastical bullshit that couldn't actually happen. They're like in hell or purgatory. And then, like a couple episodes later, you, you run into, you go into a room where it looks like a fight broke out. There's, there's fucking like, you know, stab marks everywhere. There's blood everywhere. And I'm like, this is it. This is where they all died. It's like, see, we're piecing this shit together. They're all dead. This is the room they died in. And now they're finally realizing they're dead. And I was like, "This is perfect." Like, like it, that's it. I know it right now. They're dead. Nope. <laughs> it's even crazier than that. <laughs> so it's just, I don't know. God, Danganronpa, man, that was like a, it's like a phenomenon. Yeah, for me. Yeah, it was really a moment in time for me because I was getting caught up on one. 
played through two and then watched the anime, like, all in a pretty short time period. Yeah. I feel like you, you kind of did it right, where you got to see everything in a short session. I did Danganronpa and then, like, a year later did Danganronpa 2. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, oh, man, I'm so excited for this. Like, I, I am genuinely excited for V3. I, I, I can't wait to see how ridiculous this is. <laughs> so, yeah, but we're going to be doing that. Um, and I guess after Danganronpa, we're moving into uh, Halloween. Oh. And I don't yeah. know what. Yeah, there's some good games. Because, well, technically, we will be doing... <laughs> By the time we finish Danganronpa, Halloween will be passed. I hate to tell you that, but we kind of we kind of screwed ourselves on that one. But that's okay. I'm trying to think, yeah. Of, trying to think of a, a horror game that we could do. That's the thing is, we always come to Halloween. We're like, okay, we want to do a horror game. I'm like, what do you want to do? I don't fucking know. And I'm like, I don't know either. <laughs> So, and uh, to to be honest with you, all of our um, horror games that we've done, aside from Resident Evil Remake, have been kind of stinkers. <laughs> Isn't that always the way, though? I mean, most horror movies are kind of shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe most horror games are kind of shit. It's just so hard to do it well, I think. I've tried that, man. So we did The Evil Within last year. The year before that, we did Resident Evil Remake. Yep. The year before that, we did Siren Blood Curse. They've been so they've been getting better. They have gradually gotten better. Yes. Um, and then the year after, the before that, we did Anna. Oh, awful. <laughs> Fucking Anna. You know, everyone's like that's that's another episode I go back to because the anger in mine and your voice while talking about this fucking game. <laughs> It was great. It's like it's the same way with Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark, like nothing can top those two episodes. Yeah. For me. Going back and listening to me, you and Dave talk about Alone in the Dark and how every fucking thing we did infuriate us about that game <laughs> was great. And then the perpetual wind that's constantly blowing and and in the cutscenes and uh, Edward Carnby fucking his fuck your stones. I got your fucking stones. Yeah, though, I swear. Oh God! It's like it's like one of those things where I'm like, God, I'd love just to go back and and just experience it. And I'm like, Fuck you, no! I'd never want to go back to that game. That's why I platinumed it. Uh, if we do it, we should do it when I come down and, you know what, and play to Georgia through, and, and play through fucking <laughs> Alone in the Dark. <laughs> well, play through might be a bit strong. <laughs> Maybe boot it up. <laughs> yeah. Make it to the title screen. Like, ah, right, that's enough. That's <laughs> so, enough. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck alone in the dark. Oh, <laughs> it's horrible. Anybody out there who is who is listening to this who has not listened to our alone in the dark episodes, when you finish this episode, or when you have the time, go back and watch, or not watch, listen to our two episodes covering alone in the dark. Because you will probably laugh. So... But yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll figure out what we're gonna do after Dong and Rampa. Um, suggest yeah, there's, a, there's a couple of good ones. Yeah, I mean, you guys can definitely suggest some uh, some uh, games to us as far as horror games go. We'll, we'll make it a horror game, even if it is November. Fuck it, who cares? Yeah, Soma. Uh, I have played through Soma. Did you beat it? Uh, me and Ken made it to the very end. And then uh, the the fall rush hit us last year. Ah, uh, right. We recorded it. We have video evidence of me screaming <laughs> like a child um, and Ken laughing at me. Um, that was back when we were still trying to do videos. I'd like to go back and try to do some more of those, but it's hard to do. You can do like PlayStation Share stuff mm-hmm. so you can have somebody watch you play. It was a little annoying because we had to do it every fifteen minutes because it would every after fifteen minutes it would say okay, this is enough time for somebody to watch you play and you had to restart it. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. Says you. <laughs> yeah, we're not done yet. <laughs> but yeah, Soma. Soma was interesting. 
Um, it was, uh, there was parts in that game. I was like, I'm glad I'm not playing this and I'm watching Ken play it because <laughs> it was just annoying. But then of course I was there watching him do it. And I was just like, we're both beating our heads against the wall, trying to figure out what to do. Um, I don't know. There's the new resident evil. Resident evil seven. Yeah. Yeah. Have you played it yet? Nope, I finally picked it up a while ago. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 7 is a fantastic game. Um, I would say, I can't remember how long it was. Maybe 12 hours? Hmm. 10, 10 to 12 hours? It was most certainly a return to form, even though it's a first-person shooter. And, well, I'm not going to say. Because I don't want to <laughs> There must it. be some other good ones. That have come out in the last couple of years. I've always wanted to go back to Dead Space. Yeah, I still regret a bit that I got stuck in Dead Space 2. I did too. I've never beaten Dead Space 2 because my dumbass roommate kept egging me on about playing it on Zealot mode. (laughs) And I chose that and got about... Almost to the end. uh, At least three-fourths of the way through that game. And then got to a point where I had no ammo... Yep. It, it auto-saved, and I couldn't go any farther. Yep, I'm in a room with, like, one shot left, and there's two or three enemies that come in. I just, there's, I can't get out of that room. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Um, yeah, well, we'll figure it out. We still got a fucking month of dumb yeah. romping to get through. But, yeah, that's it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, like I said, you can suggest some horror games to us. Try and suggest stuff we haven't mentioned or... Something that we may have not thought of. I'm sure there's some PC horror games out there that we can play. Probably some terrible ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's terrible ones. Um, but yeah, that's it for us. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, but until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we're out of here. You guys have a great one. And we will be back next week with a, an intermission show. We'll probably discuss what we're going to do. That will be a good time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it then. But yeah, you guys have a great one. We're out.